guys, I'm Joanne Johnson, your host, and this is The Tipping Point. I'm so glad that you're here. Tonight, we have with me a friend of mine who has not been on the show yet. She used to be on my show with me, Good Mood, Good Food. And when we were talking in the green room, I was saying, you know what, Beth? I said, we need to get back in the kitchen. So I am so excited. I know you know who she is. Her name is Beth Bradley. She is absolutely amazing. We're going to go ahead and welcome her on in. Hey, hey how, how are you? I know. Good, good, good. It has been a while. It has been a hot minute. It has been, and a lot of heartache since we met. <laughs> has twenty twenty been horrible for you, or has it been okay? Um, I don't want to complain because I don't have it nearly as bad as many people out there, but it's hard for me with my job because I can't get out. We can't do appearances. We can't do concerts. We can't do festivals. And that's when you get to get out. And that's the fun part of my job. You know, getting up at 2.30 in the morning, not so much fun. Getting out and having, you know, meeting people, that's the fun part. So at Whistle 100, I mean, what time are you getting on the air? Well, see, I keep telling myself I'm going to get on the treadmill. So I set my alarm for 2.30 in the morning and probably two out of five days, I'll get myself on that treadmill. But uh, I pull in the radio station about 4, 4.30 and we're on the air about five. And you've been doing that same shift for a while. It'll be 20 years in March. So that's a while. That's a while. <laughs> I mean, before that, I was doing mornings in Kentucky. So it's, you know, I tell everybody I'm actually much younger than I look. <laughs> <A little laughs> aware on you. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I can't even imagine getting up at two o'clock, two thirty, getting on the treadmill and mm -hmm. then starting your day. But really, at, when you it does something to you, doesn't it, Beth? When you're getting up in the middle of the night, you're tired in the afternoons and probably going to the gym three o'clock in the afternoon doesn't sound great. No, I can't do it. You know, I always tell everybody if my if I come home, my friends don't quite understand it. If you get me while I'm out, fine. But if I come home, there's no changing. Go back out. There's no, when I'm home, I'm home. So we did have a gym for a while in the in the uh, in our building. So I was able to do that. I do have a trainer that will meet with me early, like at ten, as soon as I get off the air. But um, it, it, as far as just doing it myself and being motivated, we have a treadmill at the house, and I have to do it here, or I just won't do it. You know, because I'm so. And tired. I have a treadmill at the house, and it basically just had clothes on it. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I'm married to a man who runs marathons, and he always says to me, he says, I don't care what you weigh. I don't. Care. I just want you to be able to move and exercise. That's all I ask. And I'm like, all right. And so um, he'll get up in the bed, and he'll, because the treadmill's in our bedroom, and he'll, if I see him getting up at 2.30, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, you can get up that Does he get up that early, too, or is he sleeping? Well, I'm really blessed because he uh, works from home. He actually is a software engineer and uh, he has the projects in Alabama and all over the place. So he works from home. So, yeah, he's on my schedule. So we get up together at 2.30 and we go to bed at 6.30. So, Well, that's what well, he's not saying. tonight. But, <laughs> <laughs> I know, a little but normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I want to go back. So you've been in radio for a long time and I'm not dating you when I say that. No, I, I don't care. You know, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not doing that. Um, but, but you started early in, in radio. You've been doing it I a very did. long time. I did. It was so funny. I got a job at a radio station. Here's how I got my job. I got my, I walked in. I thought it was going to be a receptionist. I said board operator. What I did not realize it was satellites. And I, cause I went to study communication in college, broadcast communications. And I was like, Okay, but I, I did more television than radio. And I was like, okay. So we're walking past the reception desk. I was like, where's this going? And we go back to the satellites. And I'm just like, sure, sure. I was like, I'm going to lie. I was like, you know, get a job because it was for the weekends. The guy said, you seem like, you know, you're talking about, would you like a full-time shift? I said, sure. I'm going to screw up on the weekends. I might as well screw up during the week too. So um, oh, wow. I, I got there and learned it. And then somebody heard me paging and they kind of liked my voice. And then they put me on the air. It just, 
was one of these. It was meant for me. I just lucked into it. Now, isn't that interesting? We talk to a lot of guests about that, about finding your passion, knowing your why, doing what makes your soul sing. And mm -hmm. that is exactly what you do. And you just said that when you said, you know, you just you just love it. It's what you were called to do. How did you know that? Well, first of all, as you can tell, I was always the girl whose voice carried in class. I was like, everybody else is talking. Yeah, I hear you, though. But I always was, you know, love the theater. And like I said, I thought I was going to do television broadcasting. And when I interned at a TV station, it was so boring because you had to do fire. No, I thought I would do fires. You had to do like school board meetings and you had to, you know, all these water board meetings, just stuff I did not care about. And uh, so I thought, you know, I did some other things that maybe radio, that's communications. And like I said, I was just dumble. And as soon as I did it, because you can be yourself, you can talk, you don't have to read real good. You can just kind of do, you know, be yourself. And that's what I love. So, you know, that was for me. It's funny, though, because when you're searching for your passion and it doesn't feel like work and it comes easy to you, just as like TV comes easy for me, that people will look at that and go, well, it's so hard. And they couldn't imagine doing what you do. It's so hard. But when you're walking in your calling, you never yeah. work a day in your life. No, it's like I see nurses and doctors and, and people, I'm like, how can you do the gore? And I, it's the same thing. They were called to do it. They were called to, to save lives and to comfort people. And that's a calling. So I think we all have our own path, like you said. Well, that's just it. Now, did you ever consider doing anything else or was this just going to be it? Well, you know, when you're young, I was going to either be a lawyer or a movie star. I couldn't decide. And, you know, I wasn't the best student, so I didn't think a lawyer would be up my alley. So I um, I don't know. I think I knew it always. I would interview people like we have these, you know, I don't know if you remember the cassette tapes, those serious cassette, you know, recording. And I had like the Charlie's Angels radio recording one year for Christmas. And I would interview the family during Thanksgiving. And I just something I just did as a kid. And uh, my partner, Bill Ellis, he used to do radio show from a box in his closet, which explains a lot. But I think a lot of his kids, we just kind of went that way. You know, it was always with us. No, it is. And have you have you ever tried to walk away at any point and thought, I oh, know I need to go back to that? So you've always stayed. I've stayed. I could not imagine. And it's such a blessing because you talk about um, no one ever calls their banker and goes, I love you. You're so you make me happy. You know, no one gets that, even though even a banker makes your life a lot better than I could ever make your life or a nurse or doctor. But to get that every morning, that positive feedback from people who wouldn't love that, who would walk away from that? They're going to drag me, but Bill and I laugh. They're going to be neat fingernail marks down the wall. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to leave. They're going to take you kicking and screaming. There's yes. no way. But, no but you way. know, everybody says, like, what I, you know, all of our, my other friends that are on radio as well, because all of you guys come on Good Mood, Good Food, you guys all say the same thing that it's addictive. It gets in your blood and you can't leave it. What is it about that? I don't, I think it's the, um, I think it's being able to talk to people. There's really nobody looking at you. There is no audience. And you're just having a conversation with Bill and I. It's a conversation between two of us. Now, I would not be any good, I don't think, doing a radio show by myself. I did a um, call-in show that was pretty popular. It was Love Songs and Dedications. But that's that's fun because people are calling in. I'm They're 14 and I'll never love again. I'm like, oh, honey, you're not even oh. right now. <laughs> you know? It's bless it, right? Bless it. Yeah. So that kind of stuff I would enjoy. But there's really talented people like, uh, Aaron, you know, Aaron Michaels is on our afternoons. These people do the show by themselves. I have no idea how they do it. 
But to I, me, I like to banter with people and play off of people. Now he does, and he's coming on the show as well. And he's another one that's on good mood all the time. Yeah. And, uh, he's coming on. I told him, I said, I want to talk about that new baby coming. No, the, they're having a girl, finally a girl. Ashley deserves a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, they're over the moon excited. So we're going to be talking to him about that. And he and I always get together. And when we do, we talk about food and all things Italian, because of course he's Italian as well. Now, I know. What have you done more cooking? Do you think during COVID or less? Oh, honey, I have good on so much work. <laughs> I have too. Oh, it's so hard. Um, matter of fact, I'm having next week a bunch of friends over girlfriends. We're going to bake and do different things like that. So yeah, I've been doing a lot more cooking. And it was you know in the beginning you're like we should really help the workers in the restaurant industry and order food in <laughs> like yeah. I'm doing it for them, you know, and not me. So we would go pick up this, you know, amazing food that was way too fattening, but we were doing it for them, which, you know, actually doing it for us. We were doing it for them. Sure. And <laughs> I was very helpful just so everyone yes. <laughs> I'm actually check it out. I'm actually deep cleansing today. Good for um, you. Right before Christmas. I'm doing a, I'm doing a 30 day cleanse because oh. I took a look at my tush and I said, you've got to be kidding. And in fact, I had some pictures that were taken and I thought, how many cameras are actually on me? Oh, I know. And I thought, what angle is that at? <laughs> that can't be. That's the angle. So. That cannot be. That cannot be. And so I just, I took it so personally and I cried mm. in the corner and I was like, you know what? All right, let's just fix this right now. And COVID has been horrible and in the pandemic you know all of this stuff has been 2020 has been vicious but there's been a lot of things that have been good too yeah. um, what's something good do you think that maybe you can take away if anything from 2020 well um it's been a tough year for sure i lost my dad and that was really hard because no funeral nothing like that i know people had babies and they couldn't you know aaron's very up and he'll talk to you he's upset he can't go to ashley's appointments and things like that you know so th there is some of that but we do get more time with our family we do um <clears throat> you know there's a lot of stuff going on with politics and i think hopefully that that kind of died down and we cannot get, get back to the nucleus of our family and that's you know loving each other and uh, you know, just for an example, last week we did the uh, St. Jude Radiothon last Thursday and Friday, raised over $191,000. Wow. Yeah, in two days, you would think and with the economy the way it is, but we call it Whistle Land, which is really, you know, part of South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, never let us down. And, and it's always the people that maybe not have the most that give the most, and uh, we see it every year. And we're doing our toy drive this Saturday. And so I think that's also something very important. If people want to come by and see us Saturday, we're going to be at Big Air. Now, Aaron's going to be at the one in Spartanburg from 10 to 4. We're from 10 to 2. We'll be there from 9 to 4 at the one in Greenville, Big Air on Lawrence Road. But you don't have to get out of your car. We have the Marines. No big Santa. None of that stuff we used to do. We'll just come and take the toy and make sure it goes to a needy child. So, you know. I mean, Whistle 100, the station that you've been with forever, I mean, you guys do a lot of really great things. And those are just a couple examples that you do for the community. Right. And but, you know, you've been in this business. It's not really us. I mean, you come up with the idea is that if no one was giving, we wouldn't do it anymore. It wouldn't work. You know, it's the people that make it happen. And that's why sometimes I'm out and somebody will come up or they'll call me later. Like, I didn't want to bother you. I, hate to. I was like, no, please. that's the best part of my job. I wouldn't have a job without you. So please come up and, and say hi and that you listen. 
Yeah. Well, let's let's go back to your career for just a minute, because mm -hmm. I wanted to say this in the beginning, but I got excited to see you, my friend. So and I forgot. But you are an award winner, too. <laughs> you, let's, just, let's just brag on Beth for just a minute because she's mm -hmm. worked hard for it and she deserves it. Thank you very much. But yeah. you've been nominated for several different awards. You've won different awards. You have all kinds of accolades. Mm -hmm. Kind of talk about that a little bit. And I know and, and I'm asking you. So you're being perfectly humble when you say this. <laughs> Well, you know, the funny thing is we, we have some uh, industry awards that are like an airplay award and different things like that that mean a lot to us. But we also, for obviously CMAs, we've been nominated seven times, never won. So, you know, we just keep plugging along, but it's nice that at least they think of us. And again, that's more industry. But, you know, getting voted best of uh, winning best of Spartanburg two years in a row, three years in a row now, has been amazing for me because, um that that's the people that get up and listen. Not only do they listen, then they take time to click on an, a thing and fill out a thing and you yeah. get the newspaper, you know, that, to do all that for me and, and other things that they love in the community. I mean, that's what really means something. Who cares what they think in Nashville? You yeah. know, they got more money. They know what to do with. They don't need me. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate it more here when we get nominated for things like that here. Well, yeah, you're being celebrated in your own town. And right. that you up. I mean, you're the queen, man. So this <laughs> don't know about that, but thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Now, but okay, so let's kind of talk about um, so as far as the operations and what's actually happening. So you guys are not in the studio right now. Are you doing this out of the house? No, we are in studio because here's what happened. They sent everybody home with you know COVID-19, everybody home, everybody's got a remote kit. We're all going home. Well, Bill and I, you know, whatever he's got, I got where he got. So we just decided to go to my house. Like, we'll come to my house. I can make breakfast that way. My husband's working upstairs. Walls kind of bubble together. And it, you know, with the technical side of it, you know, it was sounded bad. We couldn't take phone calls, which is the best part of our show. We couldn't do. And finally I just looked at Bill and said, you know what? Ain't nobody at that radio station. Why are we not there? It's empty. <laughs> so we just said, Hey, do you mind? And they like, no, as long as you're smart and wash your hands, wear a mask and you, you know, get out when you're done. And we, that's, we do. We've been doing it. Probably we did my house maybe a week, if that, and then we've been there ever since. Now, so there's nobody else, just the two of you, and you guys are still rocking it out. Yeah, just the two of us. Now, Kix will come in. He's a program manager, and he kind of runs things, but he comes in. We usually try to time it where we're leaving, and he's coming in, but we may, we'll see him in passing. And um, But, yeah, that's about it. And their salespeople come downstairs. Not very many are in, but the ones that are. And if they do have to come upstairs for any reason, they're always got their mask on. Our, you know, we were owned by iHeartMedia, which is a huge company, and they don't play with their rules, you know, and so you have to follow their protocols, whatever you think. Well, it's interesting. Are you guys finding that you had to learn a lot of the technology and different things? Because like for me, I'm, you know, I don't have anybody behind me. It's just me. And that's why you'll see me kind of look to the side because I'm putting <laughs> banners up and doing all that. And I will mess things up. And everybody knows they've been so gracious to me. Yeah. I am not a tech person. And so I'm, a, I'm an in front of the camera kind of person. And I, you know, like I, I shot a man on the street um, episode. I didn't shoot a man on the street. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> this is explosive. <laughs> I took it downtown and mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't have the proper mic. I was using, actually all I had at the time was a lavalier mic. And so I was trying to do this and it didn't really work. I know, but well, I didn't put it on. I was just, oh, you're still in the, oh, yeah, yeah. but now we have a mic. We're going to interview Santa this week or Friday. We're going to be interviewing Santa Claus, the man of the hour. And it's going to be super fun. And we're, mm -hmm. so now I have the proper mic. So hopefully, but I've had to learn all those kind of things and it's not my wheelhouse. What about you? 
Yes. You know how many interviews I've done with my forehead up? I mean, I'm trying to figure out. Like, the only thing Zoom to me was a PBS show when I was growing up. And then you had to learn what Zoom was and you had to learn yeah. all these different things. Teams meetings, you know, um, at work when they don't want everybody to get a meeting on Teams. And I'm like, do I have that on my phone? What is that? And yeah, we've had to learn quickly on a lot. And you would think radio, you're, you're technical savvy, but you're not. You just learn what you have to do for your job. <laughs> no more. Yeah. And it's given me such a respect for everybody else's function. Yes. 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 It's so bad though. Cause I work kind of like you when you are on stage. So there's so many people that make that stuff happen that hand us a microphone and they say it's on mute. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, I'll have to take it from you to on, <laughs> you know, so, I don't have yeah. no hair and makeup. I have no, no one's here. You know, oh. I don't have, my lighting's not in the proper place. I'm like, okay, this is just me right now. You know, <laughs> you look good. You're good lighting. But it's well, you should see. I mean, I've, I have really, you know, it's interesting what it looks like behind the scenes. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, and I may or may not be dressed from the waist down. Nobody knows. Well, that's two of us then. <laughs> that's part of the fun. I mean, we just. Yeah. You know, don't know. But I, you know, I'm so glad that you were here. And we were talking in the green room. We've got to get back into the studio for good mood, good food. I know. Uh, one, the only bad thing about this, you're not cooking. There's no good food here. <laughs> well, it's a good mood, but I'm missing the food. We are in a good mood, but yeah, we have no food. <laughs> we'll be back in the studio on that that show, hopefully here pretty soon. And I look forward okay. to having you come on back and, and make some things with me. But I have to get through my cleanse first so that I don't look like there's two of me on film. Okay. Well, what are you doing? I'm so proud of you. It's just a cleanse you found or is it, what are you doing? It's isogenics. Isogenics. All right. I'll, I'll make, I'm, you know, I'm always looking for something. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's isogenics and it's tough. I, right, right now I don't get to eat for 48 hours, but that's okay. Um, oh my gosh. And yeah. you're still married, correct? I know. <laughs> I know. My husband would leave if I didn't eat for 48 hours. He'd have to. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay super busy. I mean, we had a photo shoot this morning. We're shooting shows. We're doing different things. Um, and just, you know, it's good. But like I said, when I saw these pictures of myself, I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And so that will jumpstart a person. It will. It will. But I think you look beautiful, but it will. I understand what you say. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Well, you know, but it, yeah, I mean, anybody else like like they can say they can look at you and you can say, you know, you're so beautiful, Beth, and this and this. How do you feel about you? It's right. true. And that's true. And you know, even my mood and I hate that. I mean, I'm in therapy about it. A matter of fact, I talk to therapists about it because, you know, I'm from the 80s where it was all about how you looked and not so much what was on the inside. And, you know, and I've developed what's on the inside. I hope I've tried, but I haven't gotten over being controlled by the outside of my appearance. And so, um, you know, because it's just your outer shell. But yeah, you want to be healthy and strong. You want your numbers good. You want to be that person and not, you know, and I'm working towards it. I just wish it didn't control me so much, you know, how I, if I didn't feel like I look good. I know? get that. And I really appreciate your authenticity with that because. Oh, yeah it affects so many women and not just women in television and radio, but it's, there's a spotlight on us though. And it, yeah. and people don't realize that, that we have to focus on that. And if you see photos with a bad angle or you see yourself on film or even with you, if your voice sounds weird, whatever it is, we take that so personally. I know. And I don't think a lot, I think some men do, especially now, but for some reason, I think we're much harder critics on ourselves. And maybe because we were, you know, the princess generation, we were supposed to be this way and that way. And I do, I, I think it's more important. And I think all of us know it's more important what's inside, but it's allowing your, that outer, your, your mind to let the outer self control you. And that's, you know, that's what I'm working on. Anyway. 
Well, I think we all need to work on that. And I know for a fact, I need to work on that. It's interesting too, how something can happen and it'll trigger you and you don't, you thought maybe you've worked through certain issues and oh, then yeah. will happen and you go, Ooh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, just the, the memory of something or when you, you know, or see the, the thing I hate in I'm sh people are so kind, but I'm a roller coaster with my weight. So if I've seen someone who says, oh, my goodness, you've lost so much weight, you look great. And then I've gained some weight back. I don't want to see that person because I don't want to disappoint them. They may even be a stranger, not a stranger to me, but somebody I just see in passing. But I feel so bad about myself. Meanwhile, I'm still doing good things and still hopefully but because I've allowed myself to gain weight, somehow I feel less than and I shouldn't see these people. So, you know, I, again, I completely understand that. And yeah. my weight is directly tied to my adrenals. And when you when I go through so much stress, I end up puffing up like a blowfish. Oh, which, yeah. yeah, which is what happened to me this last week. It's been months and months of stress and I'll have and no energy you have like yesterday I had a lot of difficulty even walking around because I was so swollen and so that's the, another reason for the cleanse and it's just you know it's getting rid of that very quickly but people don't realize that that we're all dealing with stuff we're all facing battles and there are different we, there's different things that we go through and we just really need to lead with love um, and and understand that people truly are fighting battles that we have no idea no. And it's so funny because I have, and as I'm sure you do, and you're one of my beautiful friends, but I have a lot of beautiful friends who I would look at and go, their life is so perfect until you talk to them and really get to know them. And they have just the same insecurities. They feel just as judged. They don't feel heard as a woman because they're so worried about what's going on, on the outside. And like you, yeah. but that happens. It happens to all of us. So I just think like this is judgment free zone. I think we should be kind to each other and just know we're all, you know, we're all doing our own thing here. And I think the fact that if we can all just rise up and be authentic and yeah. stop trying to put each other down. And with my foundation, the Joanne Johnson Media Foundation, I told you um, before that what we're doing is reaching out to people who need to overcome adversity, but specifically women whose voices have been silenced. And one of the things that I have found to be true as I used to be a psychotherapist years ago, um, but we're going to walk through a 52 week program and, and talk about codependency and finding our voice and elevating our self-confidence and different things. But it's not just women who have been silenced, say, as a child. Sometimes we're silenced in the workplace. We're silenced in our relationships. But one of the most astounding things, too, that we don't realize is that we women tend to silence each other. Yeah. And so often I don't think we realize that we do that to each other. And go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Mom, it's funny you say that because one thing my mother drilled in my head and she was kind of that generation was a homemaker, but then the women's live. Kind of, so she was kind of both of that. But she taught my sister and I always women need to support women. She always said, we don't that you're going to try to put you against each other when you go into the workforce. Never fall for that. And this happened to me. And they brought in a girl that was supposed to replace me. This is years ago, another radio station. And I looked at her. She want to go shopping. She thought oh, it'd be great. You know, I mean, don't allow them to play that game to pit you against each other. and Don't do it to each other. You yeah. know. And, that, you know, earlier on in my career, too, I remember there was a gal that I worked with and she didn't have children and I had a small child and she was very much all about work and she would look down on me because maybe I had to be out because my little one was sick or something happened. And that was, again, kind of making me feel bad. And we do that to each other or we maybe we hold back um, from another woman. Um, accolade um, or just just uh, good things, things that might build another woman's confidence. Somehow, Beth, I feel like so often 
some women feel as if there's not enough to go around uh-huh. and there is enough to go around. There's and more than enough. There's more than enough. And, and shining a light on someone and you know what I'm about to say, doesn't mm-hmm. take your own. Yeah. I know it, I'm telling you, I, it's funny you say that because I had a girlfriend that came to me and said, she, run, she said, I just wanted to say, I'm going to say something. She said, you look really pretty today. And I wanted to tell you that earlier, but I didn't. And she said, and she felt bad about not saying, and I, and I thought, well, that was very nice. But I, hopefully that we're all getting to that point. We need to stop and think, why didn't I tell her that was cute on her? Why didn't I? Because sometimes that would just makes a person feel, you know, if you just say, you look so cute. I love that skirt. Yeah. That's that person happy for the rest of the day. Have you, you ever know? noticed when someone walks up to you and says that, or you walk up to someone, if I said, Beth, you look so pretty today, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, well, oh, you stand a little taller. <laughs> and the same is true. If we walk up, girl, you look tired. All of a sudden you feel like you're dying. You know, yes, yes. It, we, the power of the word. It is, you know, and that's why, again, that's what I'm struggling with is not, is not to believe in you. I just know what's inside is important, but it's so hard because, you know, we want to, we want to be the, you know, I want to be a pretty girl. I want to be, you look yeah. good. And, and, you know, and I know it's easy, you know, it's so funny. People say, well, just put the pork down and work out. If it was that easy, we would have a world full of thin, happy people. <laughs> but, you know, there's so many, like you said, stress and, and comfort. When my, when I lost my dad, you know, I turned to food for comfort. I, you know, he was the last parent I had. So and the traveling back and forth to Kentucky, you know, so that food is a lot more than just nourishment. Some people can use it as nourishment. God bless you. And I wish I was one of you, but it, it use it for, and I'm trying to learn to control that as well. Yeah. When I'm going through something, I tend to gravitate toward carbs and I can't have a lot of carbs. It yeah. doesn't, it does not do well with me. And I expand really quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, um, and, I, and that's what I was doing is I was, I was any carb that couldn't run faster than me here in the last <laughs> cleanse we're going to get our hiney on the treadmill we're going to take control of this right, yeah right, right. yeah so it's good it's good I know. but but so this has been good it's interesting how these conversations just sort of take a turn and i yeah. love that because this show is so authentic and we're just really having real and raw conversations if there was one thing my friend that you could encourage people with today mm-hmm. given everything that we're going through what would you say walking into 2021 2020 um i would say would you put out to the universe is what you get back the energy you put out and i know that sounds so bumper stickish but it's true if you if you're going to go oh 21 yeah you know it's going to be just as bad what's going to happen then it's going to be fantastic it's going to be great you just look at it that way and just say what do you make goals for yourself what do you want to do and i'm not talking about losing weight i'm i'm talking about i'm going to get a better job or i'm going to make a new friend or i want to uh, learn how to make a baked alaskan or you know give yourself purpose for 2021 join a an organization a charitable organization do something that brings joy to your life since we've been so i hate to say joyless but it's been hard to see the loss of a lot of jobs and and health and people you know it's been it's been really hard um but people are too including myself we're finding out about balance and really determining what things are important and one what things are not and for me i'm very with the holidays um just very much about it and my family and and my loved ones but i don't know if you're this way but i'm finding i'm becoming very intentional with my time and how i spend my time and who i spend it with and what i allow to penetrate 
my bubble because as we said earlier, the spoken word is so powerful and we cannot afford to, to let these words, this toxicity and this, this negativity in. Right. And if you need to block someone on Facebook or social media, do it. If they, cause they will, you know, somebody who's a negative person is like a drowning person and they will pull you down with them. If you jump in to save them, a drowning person will eventually pull you down if you're not strong enough to swim for both of you. So don't, you know, just like you said, sometimes you just have to step away from it. My husband and I, this is going to be the first Christmas. We don't actually spend it with family because again, um, his, also, uh, my stepdaughter, she's a year and a half when I met her, she's 17 now. She wants to be with her friends for Christmas. So we don't have her this Christmas and we lost my dad. Like I said, so, you know, we have family here that we always spend Christmas with. We say, we want to start our own day. We want to just be with us. We want to do something different. Yeah. So, so we're not as sad because people are missing. So we're going to go to Biltmore. We spent a Christmas, first Christmas ever had at the Biltmore. So we're going to go. Nice. Yeah. So we'll stay there a couple of nights and um, <laughs> pretty much had to sell a kidney. <laughs> it's not cheap, but that instead of buying gifts for each other, we want to experience it. That's another thing my husband and I are doing this year. No more gifts, no more birthday gifts, no more Christmas gifts. It's just experiences, what we can do with each other. So that's kind of how we do it. And, and, and it's so funny you say that because I was worried about hurting people's feelings. And my husband's like, wow, this is what we want to do. You'll be fine. And I was like, okay. I mean, yeah, everything is upside down this year. And I, I was the same thing. I told Jeff, I said, you know, normally I have a certain way and I have ribbons hanging off the tree and bows. Yeah. I said, no, not this year. I mean, we oh. kept everything so simple and yes. we're happy as clams. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And sometimes simple is easy and it's fun and nice. And you actually, like say, you can actually sit down and watch a movie with your husband instead of where's the bow, where's the light's going to go and, you know, and deal all that kind of stuff. So we are yeah. all about it. We are all about it. All right, friends, we have been visited today by Beth Bradley of Whistle 100s. It's 100.5. Make sure that you watch it. It's some wonderful country music. Again, she is a fantastic person. Make sure that you're following her on Facebook. Um, Ellison Bradley, uh, Whistle 100.5, I believe it is on Facebook. I have it rolling on the, the well, I have my own page, honey, Beth Bradley. Just follow Beth Bradley page. <laughs> and there's the Ellison Bradley page. Yeah. <laughs> Just follow Beth Bradley. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> it is so great to see you. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. Please continue to be safe and healthy and well. Thank you, Miss Joanne. Bye, sweetheart. You guys, I just love her. It is fantastic. I wanted to tell you here really quick. Uh, let me just look to the side. If, because we're going to run here in a minute, please don't forget that Duke Energy is having their Festival of Trees, their annual Festival of Trees. There's a lot of great trees, but I'm just going to do a shameless plug because the Joanne Johnson Media Foundation is the recipient, should the tree win, um, of the cash prize. So the BNI of the Golden Corner was very gracious and they put a tree together and it's absolutely beautiful. It is tree number two. You can see it at the bottom. Please go to uh, duke-energy.com slash festival of trees. Please vote for tree number two. Have your dogs, your cats, your friends, everybody. If you have more than one email address, please um, use those. I don't know. I'm just being kind of a stinker because the foundation, again, we're trying to help people overcome adversity in their lives and to help 
help women who have had their voice silenced. We want to give a voice to these people. You know, we've got under the, the foundation, we've got the show Good Mood, Good Food. We have Empower Your Body, Empower Your Mind. We have the Tipping Point, And we also have the Outreach Ministry. And we do emergency response. Um, there's all kinds of things that we do. And we really, really need your help. But this has been a great show. I thank you. Also, Paul's Hauling. Um, it's a family-owned and operated business. Paul's Hauling. They offer high quality work at a decent price, an affordable price. They do free quotes. And so if there's things that you need to have moved, um, they wash gutters, they do pressure washing, and they exceed your expectations. Um, I have been running that at the bottom of the ticker as well. You can find them on Facebook, Adams Tax Services. It is time, you guys, it is time, it is time to prepare if you've not done so already to get our taxes done. So that's getting ready to happen. Um, and great things are happening. So we appreciate you. We thank you. We will see you guys next time. Have a great day.